Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Lead Well Podcast. My name is Brandon Holland, your host, BW Holland32 on social media. And uh, we have a really special episode planned for you guys today. So we have uh, Lou and Sherry. They are known for their highly effective coaching, teaching, and speaking on the importance of personal growth and how it impacts our influence as a leader. Uh, with more than four decades of combined experience in training, coaching, and leadership, they also have received training from well-known successful coaches such as Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, Brian Tracy, John Maxwell, uh, Paul Martinelli, and their certified leadership coaches and corporate trainers, Lou and Sherry. Welcome to the show. All right, thanks, Brandon. Glad to be here. Yeah. For sure. Looking forward to this. So excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Me too. So I'm happy how uh, this connection uh, came about and just looking forward to having you guys on the show. Um, I guess first let's, um, let's start with like, you know, maybe a, a little bit of how, how you guys kind of got into doing business together. And, um, Sherry, I know you have a very special story that you, you'd like to share with our listeners. So that would be great to, to have that as well. Yeah. So I can start sure. and then you can go into your story. I think it's important yeah, sure. or whenever you're ready on that, but, uh, yeah. Sherry, Sherry and I, and, and, um, she admits this, which is, which is, which is a blessing for me that we actually, we are, we are a married couple. We, we are a married couple on this business. Um, but I always like to say that Sherry is the face of the business. She, she, she makes things like this happen, um, and brings us in and, and, uh, thank God for that. Cause she, she points me where to go, uh, which I need all, all the time. It's an, it's nowhere to go next, but, but we had, uh, Started, uh, we started dating in 2005 uh, and, and moved in together shortly thereafter, four months or so, <clears throat> and then started a business at the same time. Uh, I don't recommend that every couple do that, but I will tell you that it, that it will tell you whether or not it's going to work or not, uh, for okay. sure. Uh, and uh, we, uh, we realized very quickly that we had something that we could, we could use each other's skill sets to really make a difference and whatever it is that we decided to do. So we've been in business ever since, uh, working together ever since. So that's kind of how we started. Uh, we, uh, I'll speak for me, failed a lot uh, in order to get where I am today and where we are today. Learned a lot, used a lot of good people to get us where we are. Um, And um, a great example is, is the recommendation of coming on the show from Sarah. I think that that was pretty awesome. A shout out to her um for 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 that so it just just tells you that that when you're around the right people uh yeah. things will happen so that's real quick of how we got working with one another uh and of course now we every single day we work work <laughs> together and live together and and have a family together so it's uh it's a it's a blessing though um if you can learn how to use each other's strengths well yeah that that's really awesome. Okay. So you, you kind of learned early of whether or not it would work and it's been, been trucking along ever since. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. So in awesome. a lot of ways. Okay. Uh-huh. She's stuck, she stuck with it. Yeah. She stuck with me anyway. So I guess, I guess, uh, I guess we just need to embrace it. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Um, so Sherry, let's, uh, let's hear your story. Yeah. So what, uh, a personal story of mine, um, is to really kind of springboard our current business that we've been doing since 2017 is when it was established. But for, for me personally, 
Um, back in August of 2018, I was in the ICU for 10 days in the burn center with a rare disease. And at that time, I wasn't sure if I was going to live or die. And it started out as a simple cold and it just kept progressing. And I ended up with this rare disease that anybody can get. But due to the environment of the workplace I was in, it was very draining. It was a very high sales, very pressure oriented, very go, go, go at all times that my body just just could not take that for a long period of time. And this was going on for over a year, year, almost two years straight of that constant stress at all times. And our bodies can do that Mm -hmm. to a short time, but not a long sustainable time. And unfortunately my body took a toll and on top of that, the toxicity that was happening. Right. Right. So that's what we're leading up to is, is the fact that my body was just, it just, this disease ended up attacking all my good mucous membranes and was revolting. And so that was a dire situation, right? But, but leading up to this, like I mentioned, it was in this toxic work environment where leadership at that time was more focused on the bottom line than they were valuing their employees anymore Mm -hmm. to the extreme of expectations of working 70 plus hours a week and even to verbal abuse. So this is not uncommon, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, pre-pandemic, this was almost an everyday occurrence with a lot of individuals, but no one really had a chance to really share this. Mm -hmm. It seemed like it was a one-off situation. Um, But in a way, thanks to the pandemic, and now that we look at the great resignation and the reshuffle and everything that's going on, really has finally got this awareness of people saying, you know what, I don't like coming to work prior to my shift and feeling sick mm-hmm. or crying in my car before shift or the in, night before even. or even the mm-hmm. night before um i work with individuals that are just not good you know mm-hmm. i feel small or i don't feel appreciated so this is one of many stories that the more that we share this out the more people If they didn't experience it, but they know somebody else that may have experienced Mm -hmm. something along the lines. So because of that, you know, the whole experience really springboarded our mission and purpose and drive of why we do what we do. We know and now know through personal development is that leadership is not that positional style leadership. Leadership is influence, Mm -hmm. right? Nothing more, nothing less. And that is so important. And that is something that we are very passionate about and we live it, we breathe it of where the gaps are and something that we could be a part of this movement to really help new managers, C-suite levels, to really help of what true leadership is about. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how has has your experience affected how has it affected your business? The, the experience, and, and this is how amazing life is. Um, and a lot of people say, how can you look at that experience as amazing? Well, it wasn't at the moment. Right. But you see, Sherry and I came together uh, as, a, as a relationship and started a, a business in 2005 for, for a purpose. It happened for a purpose. 
And that purpose culminated at that moment where, um, you know, and how, how Sherry is uh, very humble about that experience because from my perspective, it was a lot worse. I mean, we're talking, I've got pictures of Sherry in a hospital bed with a feeding tube and patches over her eyes because of having a surgical repair needing to be done on her eyes because of the, the fact that the, when your mucous membranes are attacked by your own immune system, it burns you from the inside out. That's why she was at the burn center. And so there was no telling what was going to happen. And being in that experience and uh, having the doctors validate and verify that it was because of the toxicity that she was involved in with the corporate world. I had already started this business and on this side of the business, as far as uh, the leadership development, coaching and training, and Sherry was still working her way out of corporate. And this, that moment reemphasized that we've, we are doing what we need to be doing. Yeah. And it all culminated at that moment. And what we have found is that when we now go in and we're asked, especially now, we, you will not believe the amount of, of, of companies that are reaching out to us as saying, we need communication training, conflict resolution training. We need uh, inspirational, motivational talks. And we were born for this. And that moment just reemphasized the need. And so when we now go in and we teach and we train, we're not just going in and teaching and training on a topic. We're going in and teaching and training on an experience, on the result of experience. And, and our goal is to turn that experience in an opposite direction so that other people don't experience that. It's a big difference, right? Yeah. They teaching on a topic than, than going in and teaching on an experience. Yeah. Uh, and, and, we, and we can see the results. So that is how it's really changed us and our approach and how we do what we do and why we get up early and work late and, and do those extra movements necessary to get in to, to make a difference. That's fantastic. So, you know, so you guys working together for so long, what, what's been the best part about it? We know what each other's going to say. Okay. <laughs> That's a great part about it. Especially when we're teaching, if we're doing a dual teaching, we, 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 we know how, yeah, to, how to teach together uh, very well. Yeah. We pick up in, on each other's cues and he knows when, if I want to jump in or we just have a look. So there's that harmony there, which is really cool. Um, that it, that takes time. Right. And, and I think that's really great and it's always evolving. And I think that's really fantastic, but also too of each other's accountability, right? Uh, there's lots of folks out there that run their own businesses and are solo entrepreneurs and are building their business and they don't have that accountability. Mm -hmm. uh, they get lost in building their business, whatever it is, because they're the one person operation. Uh, and we need people. So thankfully, each other, uh, you know, is that accountability? Like, hey, what about this or what about that? And you're like, oh yeah, I got to do that. <laughs> yeah, they just happened so. actually right before this call. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Sherry reminded me, hold me accountable for something I need to get done for somebody, <laughs> and, and that's and that's a huge benefit. Um, and, and for me, the the biggest the biggest positive and benefit is that we share the same purpose. We do this for the same reasons. Um, 
and it, and it, 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 it creates a harm. It really connects the dots and creates the harmony in our relationship as a husband and a wife too. Not everybody can work together. And I'm not saying try to force that. That's not what this is about. It just, it works for us. But, but for us, it's, it's that, for me, it's that harmony. We all have, we have that same vision and that same purpose. We, we, we do this for other people. Um, and we're just, we have that, that view that the more that we can, we can give and the more that we can offer who we are willingly and without limits, then the more that's returned, um, not for that reason, but it's just the way it works. And uh, we have that purpose. And that to me is, is really the most important part of why, uh, of the value of, of what we have here. That's fantastic. Um, so I also know that, um, you know, so a part of your leadership training is um, some things that leaders should do every day. And so mm-hmm. what what are some of those things um, for our listeners? Because most of our audience is, um, you know, folks in leadership positions or either college students that want to be in leadership positions. Um, so just, a, you know, we don't have to have to give them everything, um, <laughs> you know, if they just, you know, just a little teaser in case they decide to work with you to get, get the full experience. But what are some of those yeah. things that leaders should be doing? Well, I know that we had just, it's funny because this is one that's being asked a lot um, uh, to actually, perf- to do. We actually got a call the other day from, we did a couple weeks ago, we actually went to Wilmington, North Carolina and, and, and kind of did this. We call it stepping out of your sleeping bag. And if we have time let me know. I'll tell you the story of why it's called stepping out of your sleeping bag. Cause a client told me a story on this, but the six things a leader should, should do every day. Um, we can give you the exact six things right down the list here. Um, so those six things right off the top, I'll start with the first one. And this is going to spell out a, it's, it's, it's kind of a mnemonic, right? It's, it's going to spell out a word. So okay. pay attention to this and everyone write this down. And and if you do these things every day, whether you don't think yourself as a leader or not, the point is, is we believe you are and you are, and that whatever you do, you unintentionally impact and influence people in your life. There is this statistic, right? That we unintentionally impact and influence about 10,000 people in our lifetime. That's without even doing it on purpose. And so that means we are leading in some way, even if it's just us. So the first one, I'll let you take that one. <laughs> yeah, the first one is learn every day, right? So as you go about your day, and especially as being a leader, again, and we define leader as everyone, it's not positional style, uh, is to look for ways to learn. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, you can either um, through an observation, through reading, through a training. So such, podcasts. Yeah, podcasts nowadays. Right. <laughs> um, yep. You know, even if, you know, just a little bit, doesn't have to take a lot of your time, but to commit and be intentional of learning something new every day, reading articles, especially, but Mm -hmm. we all have to, as our mentor says, you know, floss our brains, right? We got to floss our brains to find out what, what we're actually ingesting, what we're reading, what we're taking, who we're surrounding. Mm -hmm. So um, that is huge of to, to learn something every day, is is key so number one is learn learn number one is learn number two is experience so we have to experience every day so as you're learning now we're not just talking about just listening or or reading we're talking about learning so in other words you need to do something with this learning as you're learning put it into practice and experience the outcomes um, and the influence that it has on other people so learn is number one number two 
is experience. I know we're going through these fast, but you want to learn more, just contact us. Number three. And number three is apply every day. So once you learn something every day, right, you take that reading, take that podcast, right? Now we need to experience it. So we went through the experience. How does that impact, impact you? Now we need to apply it. I can't tell you the number of times where we went networking and there was a fella that was like, oh, there's this fantastic book. It's got a workbook with it, really helped. And it's it's so fantastic. We're like, oh, that's great. How did that work out for you? Oh, I didn't even finish the book. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we call shelf help book. Uh You read the book and you're like, oh, that's great. And then put it back on the shelf. Well, that didn't do anything, right? You're holding that in. You didn't really apply it. It's like, come on, right? It doesn't do you any good. It doesn't learn anything. So yeah. you really need to apply at least one piece, one thing that will help you to get to that next level, whatever that step is. Uh, it, I love the saying where if you can just dial it 1% each day learn, through this process, then you're better than you were, were the day before. The day before. Yeah. So applying yeah. is key. Learn. That's an L. Experience. That's E. Three is apply. That's A. It's beginning to spread. It's a spell out a word here. The next one is develop. So developing yourselves and others every single day by applying uh, what it is that you've learned and using your influence to experience and always finding ways to develop yourselves and those that are around you. So that's develop. That's number four. Mm-hmm. Only got two more left. <laughs> number five. And number five is evaluate every day. So as you learn every day, you go through the experience, we go through the application that we're talking about. You would also develop yourself and others. And now is to evaluate mm-hmm. what worked, what didn't work, how can we tweak it? How can we keep going? What's the influence that you can make the adjustments to keep to keep going? Now here's a key. You got to keep your ego aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is where yeah. a lot of leaders get hung up is this ego that we're uh, like, we don't want to know, like we'll do all these great things, but we don't want to hear back and hear the feedback yeah. and, and make those adjustments. A lot of people would put ego as this, 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 <laughs> this fifth step, but it's not right. Cause we all have ego and it's okay to have it. That's what gives us self-esteem, self-confidence, but we got to balance it out. And we have to understand that we've got to put that aside when we evaluate what we need to do to improve. And the last one, so we've got L-E-A-D-E. We can all think yeah. we're, the last one here is going to be an R yep. for leader is repeat. Mm-hmm. So you just repeat these every day. Now, it seems like a lot to do every single day, but it's really not. If you really are intentional you can learn, you can experience what you've learned, you can apply what you've learned, you can develop others based on what you've learned, what works, what doesn't work. You can evaluate every day to make yourself better than you were the day before. And you can do that every day. It really doesn't take all that much time. It just takes intention. Wow. Yeah, that's really good. That's super good. Okay. Um, so I do want to hear the story about stepping out of the sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, this is this is a that's a good one. We actually have talks around this. Uh, we call it step, uh, step out of your sleeping bag. The six things the leader should do every day. We've combined it. Um, and really, ultimately, we've all been in this situation. And I'll abbreviate the story because I can elongate this story because I think it's really uh, – we have a client of ours. Uh, we call our clients partners. And he, we, he's a, uh, we, he uses us for coaching for his business and, and, and his company. And uh, 
he, he was telling me a story that he had gotten a call from a few friends of his to go camping. And, uh, you know, he's a busy guy. And he says, well, I've, I don't, I've never really camped and I want to experience something new. So, okay, sure. I'll, I'll go camping. And, uh, but he didn't have any gear, didn't have a tent, didn't have a sleeping bag, nothing for camping really at all. Um, but he said he'd stop on the way down there to pick up some gear so that he'd be ready to go. And now, mind you, this was, uh, if you're in the Carolinas, he was, it was right off of, uh, of Hatteras Island. So it's, it's down there right off the ocean. And you know, no matter what time of the year it is, it gets fairly breezy in the evening, right yeah. off the ocean. Right. And so he goes down and realizes that, uh, that, you get, well, you get a phone, he gets a phone call from his guys that are waiting for him. And he says, hey, listen, we've got a Bass Pro Shop down here. Don't worry about stopping on the way. And long story short, he goes down. There really wasn't a Bass Pro Shop. They, they misguided, misguided. didn't realize that. They didn't. So he ended up going, have to go to Walmart and picked up one sleeping bag. That's all they had left there. Uh, and so he figured, well, all right, I don't need a tent or anything. I'll just sleep underneath the stars and really enjoy the, the uh, experience. And as he's uh, sleeping that night in his sleeping bag, he, you know, at first the, the moon was just so bright, he ended up having to move himself underneath an overhang outside that uh, blocked the moon. But, but then as he just began to fell, you know, fall asleep uh, under the stars and experience kind of that natural element, the wind begins to pick up as it naturally would. Uh, and the wind was just billowing inside his sleeping bag, right from where he was and was billowing right inside. And he tightened it up the best he could. And it just was so cold. Um, he uh, took all the clothes out of his duffel bag and stuffed them down in to keep himself warm. And he just fought with this all night and until about 4 a.m. He finally had enough and and he got everything out. He stood up out of his sleeping bag and he looked down and realized once he got out, that all he had to do was turn the sleeping bag the other direction and the wind would have gone over him and not inside. <laughs> so by stepping out of his sleeping bag, he was able to see a different point of view. So that's what we need to do. Yeah. It's to step out of the moment of the picture to sometimes see inside. And that's what we do. We're the catalyst for that. We're, we pull people out of that image, out of that picture so that you can then see inside what's happening all around and see it from a different perspective so that you can then make the wisest choices and decisions to be successful. Wow. Yeah. Something so simple. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, and it wasn't even my story. And that was his story. We just now use it. Yeah. <laughs> With his permission. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's powerful though. Something so simple, but carries so much so weight. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, one more question. Well, maybe uh, sure. two more questions. Um, so what are some things or some advice that you have for couples that want to start a business together? Ooh, advice for, for a couple specifically? Yeah. Mm. Know each other. Yes. Well, and the way to know do that, other. honestly, is to do a disc assessment. Mm -hmm. I think that was the, the best investment. And, and that's really not a huge investment. But I mean, I, find someone, uh, you know, us or someone or someone like you, Brandon, I'm sure you do it too, um, of the disc assessment to find out where the communication styles are mm -hmm. for yourself and then for your spouse. Yeah. Then you come together going, oh, okay. Now I know why that if I say things like this, then 
you don't really respond in a positive way or, oh, I know, or vice versa. You know, like, I know if I respond like this, you get it and we can actually be on the same page. Mm -hmm. So that is my one, one number one advice is to, uh, is to grab on a disc assessment to find out what your communication style is. Especially one that uh, focuses on not just the communication and personality, but also what your leadership skills are, which is what the Maxwell disc does. And that's what we, we, we encourage people to use on a couple and as a leader, because it not just shows you your communication style, it also brings out your leadership ability, because then you get to identify one another's what we like to do. You see, in the beginning, when we were working, we got along well, we did well, but there was still some of that friction of responsibilities and duties, like how do you divide that up? Mm -hmm. Okay, now what roles, what right? roles do yeah. we play? You know, mm -hmm. and the thing is, is yeah, our company is mm -hmm. called the Lou Everett Group because it's us, and we've got a lot of other people we bring in to to help add value to people. But and it's my name on that because I started the company. But reality, because of how we shifted what we love to do, Sherry's the face of the business because what she does as far as connecting people and networking and and she does a lot of things that. Some of it I like to do, but I would prefer to do other things. I want to write content. I want to be in front of people and speak. Point me in the right direction. Let me impact a, a room of 150 to 2,000 people. I don't care. Just do that, right? Yeah. And we once we identify what we love to do and what we're good at and married those things together, we've got a successful business. But it takes a moment and it takes humility. It takes like putting your ego aside and stepping outside the sleeping bag mm -hmm. and being okay with uh, taking an assessment like that to really see where you are so that you can put your skills to use. That's fantastic. Yeah. The disc is, is super important. And like once you, once you grasp the understanding of it, you're able to kind of see it in everybody. Um, mm -hmm. I had a neat experience. Um, we've been going through disc with uh, one of the John Maxwell groups and I was in a gas station and the line was almost backed up to the door and there was a guy whose food wasn't right. Um, so it was one of those gas stations with a drive through. And of course he comes in, you know, using some colorful language. So high D right. And mm -hmm. you were able to kind of see all the different personalities of the people in the line watching this happen on the response yeah the you saw the eyes like talking to each other about it the C's <laughs> not say, you know trying to ignore the situation um and you know some of the d's were like actually making other comments like you know one one of the folks was like man you need to go get a job and all this kind of stuff and so i was able to like see all the personalities um right. just because i had a deeper understanding of the disc and so right I, d I understand how that's like super important. And so if any of our listeners are needing to do that, can they reach out to you guys for that as well? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You go on our website, whoevergroup.com is, and they reach out to us or reach out to us directly. And mm -hmm. uh, we can talk you through that and get you set up. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then we can even set time aside to go over it with you so that you can not just learn about you, as you're saying, you can then see it in other people that you might lead or work with so that you can create a better relationship. Uh, even with people that you don't think you have anything in common with, you know, the one person that's on your team or you work with that you try to avoid because you're so different and their personality is just not a match for you. You can turn that around to where all of a sudden they're interested in what you're doing yeah. just by knowing how, what it is that that's going to draw them to you because of your influence. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, one more question. Um, so what's a, a belief or a thought that you had when you first started uh, that you've since changed your mind about? That I had all the answers. Okay. <laughs> we all go into business because of a certain skill we have or people that, which is good, right? Uh, uh, something we love to do. And those are all good things, but you're not the only one that knows it. Yeah. There are other people that are ahead of you and that's okay. That was for me, the big thing. Um, and I'll be honest, it was, I've been speaking in, in front of people since I was 12 years old, you know, 10 years old. And, and just because of my upbringing in church and all that. And it's one of the things that, that, that I, I were expected to do. And then as we began and our own businesses and, and I was out speaking and, and it was one of the things you, you get to think you're good at something until you are in front of people that are so much better than you are. Yeah. And it humbles you if you let it. <laughs> yeah. And that was the case for me. And being in, being at a conference where there were these speakers, a conference of, of those that we invested in to learn from that were better than us and sitting out on the opposite side in the audience and watching these people come up and speak and just being blown away by how good they are and how they connect with people instantaneously. I realized, man, I have a lot to learn and I want to learn from these people. That is to me, the best place to be as a business owner or even in business period. Remember that there's somebody better than you and you want those people to be better than you, because if they're not, you're never going to get there. You need to be around people better than you in the skill set area that you want to be good at because then you'll never, you'll be mediocre like everybody else. If that's what you want, that's fine. But if you want to be good, like they are, find the people that are better wow. and be okay with that because that's what you need to learn from. That's fantastic. Yeah. Super great mm -hmm. advice. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, no, that, that's super good. And, and, um, Real quick for, for me, you know, my biggest eye opener or light bulb moment, um, probably within the last year or so was switching my mindset from an employee mindset to a business owner mindset. Yeah, I think that was the biggest light bulb. Mm -hmm. I don't know what did it. You know, I thought I was in that right. Being the track. worker bee instead of the yeah, actual owner. Right. The actual yeah. owner. So to really hit home and really going through like webinars and, and being with mentors to hit that point home over and over again, to finally to think going, listen, you are a business owner running a coaching, speaking and training business. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, like, like you are the machine. You're building the machine. Yeah. You're building the machine to create whatever the result that it is to help others. That was just a, probably, I think a mind shift mm -hmm. from that I thought was just, okay, now I get it. Uh, I don't, I can't explain it, but it was definitely a shift from being, especially when you're, when you're used to working in a corporate environment or, or a working environment, working for someone else for so long, mm -hmm. then you step out and you're like, Oh wait, now I have to wear all these different hats. <laughs> yeah. uh, so even though you're good at your trade, whatever it may be, but to really have the distinction of, no, I am a business owner that is running XYZ business. Mm -hmm. That is, that's a, a huge shift. The hunger is different. Yeah, the hunger true. is different. Hunger is different. You go to work because you have to, to pay the bills. When you own your own business, 
got to eat. Yeah. You got to eat and you have to provide and, but you also have to do it with passion and purpose. It's not just because you have bills to pay. Now you've got some, if you're doing it because you want to be famous, that's okay. That's where you, one of your goals, if you're doing it just to maybe be rich or doing those things are only going to be temporary because it's going to take you too long. You're not going to have enough passion purpose. Why behind it? Yeah. When you get behind the fact that you are building a machine that's going to endure, it takes time. It takes multiple parts, which means you've got to learn, you've got to grow and you have to endure it. You've got to pay the price. Be okay with paying the price. Yeah. And you're going to be highly successful. I promise you. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much. Okay. So how can our listeners find you? Absolutely. We are uh, on social. So definitely on LinkedIn, we have Facebook and Instagram, also on Alignable as well. I've been on that platform for quite a while, but even at our website, loueverettgroup.com, reach out to us, our information's there, our phone number, also our calendar. So we would love to speak with you. Yeah, whatever way it works. We can even text the number that's there. It makes it easy (laughs) uh, where we're responsive either way. Uh, go to any any browser uh, and go to your search engine, Google, and type in Lou Everett Group, and we're, we'll show up. You'll see everything we're involved in. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. Um, thanks so much for your yeah. time and for the, the valuable input you've been able to provide for the listeners. This has been a great experience. Yeah. You got it. Thanks, Brandon, for having us. Thank you Glad so to much. be here. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Um, and to you, the listeners, hey, uh, don't forget about the fee. Uh, we don't charge anything or run ads on this podcast, and we don't plan on doing so. But the fee is if you got something of value, just share the episode with one person. We're still trying to grow organically and trying to increase our numbers and increase our reach, and we need your help to do so. So uh, until next time, thanks for listening and go be great.